Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Eric, the ranting co-host of Clutch Crew Sports here. Uh, I'd like to welcome you back to another episode. Uh, I've got Zach with me tonight. Um, we were discussing throughout the weekend what we were going to talk about, and yeah, you know, there were different possible ideas, but then uh, the Carolina Panthers dropped a gift in our lap of letting Matt go. So Zach and I agreed that it's time for us to co-GM this thing, and we are going to spend this episode uh, rebuilding the Carolina Panthers from the ground up. So uh, get ready for it. Uh, stay tuned. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let me introduce you to the rest of the crew. Yeah, what's up, everyone? Zach here, and always love to do these sorts of episodes, you know. We're, we're going to play GM. We've done this for a bunch of teams, NBA teams, NFL teams, do it every year. This time we're doing the Panthers because of Matt Rule's firing. So, yeah, Eric and I are going to pretty much, like he said, co-GM this and uh, turn things around in Carolina. Yeah, you know, if there's any uh, NFL owner listening to this and you're looking to replace your GM, uh, we're the guys to talk to, and we'll do it at a fraction of the price. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we're we're not going to command like, you know, six years, two hundred million dollars. Uh, we will want access to your private jets, but you know, we're not going to command as much money. So yeah, you know, we'll save you some money. So yeah, and we'll do just as good, if not better, than all these people. So we've got you. So, uh, yeah. So we're going around the shield here, and we are going to rebuild the Carolina Panthers, as you can see. Uh, you know, got Baker Mayfield, CMC, and now the recently fired Matt Rule on the screen. Um, so the, the Panthers have a lot of stuff going on. Um, you know, there's QB controversy that'll be you know, coming up in the future. Obviously, with Matt Rule being fired, they'll need a new coach. And, you know, what kind of players are they going to get rid of? What kind of players do they look to bring in? Like, that's what we're going to break down. We're going to cover everything for you here. So uh, we're going to start with the quarterback situation. Um, so the Carolina Panthers, you know, they drafted Matt Corral in the draft. And it was the third round, correct? Yeah. Yeah, third round in the draft. Um, they even traded up to get him. But you know, he got injured in the preseason. He's not going to play at all this season. Um, so, you know, they don't have, they're not going to have any tape on him yet. So that, you know, that leads to the question, should the Carolina Panthers stick with Matt Corral next year, you know, see what he can do, or do they look to draft one of these top draft prospects? I've got Bryce Young and CJ Stroud on the screen and, you know, there's, there's going to be a few other, you know, quarterbacks. It's looking to be a pretty deep draft class this year. So, uh, Zach is my co-GM here, uh, are we keeping Matt Corral or do we look to the draft? I think we definitely got to look for the draft here. My, as has been stated before on the podcast, my philosophy with drafting quarterbacks is um, until you get the guy, you should always look for college football, always look for the next option. Uh, you hate to see these teams that get stuck in the perpetual land of giving a quarterback five years and he just, wins them five games each year and uh on the flip side you don't want to be bringing in the veteran quarterbacks from other spaces that have failed which is what the panthers have been doing recently so um i i definitely think the panthers need to you know they 
They can't be like the Indianapolis Colts in the NFC. They can't keep bringing in young quarterback busts from other teams. Like, I don't want to see Drew Locke on the Panthers next year. Um, <laughs> so, uh, come, they, come they, on, man. You, you don't want to sign Sam Darnold to an extension? No, Darnold. Oh. Clearly, that, that never worked. <laughs> um, and uh, and then as far as uh, as Matt Corral, I you know, he can still have a chance at uh you know training camp and and stuff but from the indications i heard it wasn't looking that good before he got hurt um i didn't think he was you know the next peyton manning in last year's draft i i did like him the best out of the bunch of quarterbacks but um you know that's to me that's not a reason to to keep him and pencil him in as qb1 with nobody else there so uh, especially with the Panthers going to, I think, definitely get a top, getting a top five draft pick. Now, I think uh, I think the draft is is where they should look. Yeah, I and, and I agree with you 100 percent on this. You know, you know, as stated earlier, you know, Zach and I are, you know, we're co-GMs here. So, you know, we ultimately have to, you know, be in agreement. So um, I definitely agreed. I was a little hesitant that Zach might not want to go the same route as me just because Zach did like Matt Corral going into the draft last year. But, you know, glad to see that Zach feels the same way. I mean, especially if, if Caroline is able to get Bryce Young, like if they're the top pick or, you know, should he fall to two or three, depending on where they're at. I mean, if they can get Bryce Young, I mean, they definitely got to get him. Like, you know, just look at Alabama's offense this season and games when he's been in there versus games when he hasn't been in there. Like you, you can tell like what a difference maker he is. So they definitely need to get somebody else. And you know, like Zach said, Corral can be, you know, competition in training camp. He can, you know, still potentially be a backup. Like, I don't think Carolina needs to get rid of him or anything, but but definitely draft a QB. And, you know, like Zach said, don't bring, in addition to, like, young quarterbacks that have busted, you know, don't be bringing in, like, you know, Matt Ryan or, you know, some of these, like, like older, older veteran guys either. Like, they don't need a spot got quarterback like they tried to do with bringing in Sam Darnold and then Baker Mayfield and stuff like they need to start fresh with somebody young so uh so we're definitely in agreement on that uh so now that we know what the future planet you know quarterback the most important position on the field is you know there's a lot of potential head coaches out there uh you know I don't want to necessarily we put some options here if you're looking at on YouTube um We've got Shane, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Steichen of the Eagles, uh, offensive coordinator, and Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator from Cincy. Uh, and then we've got some defensive-minded guys like D'Amico Ryans and Dan Quinn, uh, as well as another offensive-minded and, and Kellen Moore. And most likely these guys will be available. Um, there could also be some college coaches or maybe other head coaches that maybe unjustly get fired or something that might be available. So... I don't want to necessarily pick a specific coach, but I will say the specific type of coach that I want to go for. And I know Zach's in agreement with me on hearing this, but I definitely want to get an offensive minded head coach. Um, I know like Connor likes the defensive coaches and, you know, and I'm generally a, a defensive guy. Like when we play Madden and 2k and stuff, I like, I like playing defense more than offense, but when we're, we're bringing in, we're, we, We've already agreed we're going to be bringing in, you know, a young rookie quarterback out of the draft. We're going to use our first round pick on a quarterback. You know, we have Matt Corral, who's young. 
we need an offensive minded coach who's going to be able to get a good offensive coordinator in that they like and that's going to be able to work with these young quarterbacks and get the most out of them. So, uh, Zach, do you have anything else to add about the style of coaches or do you have one in particular in your mind that maybe interests you? Um, I yeah, I, I agree with your style, Eric. Uh, Mike Kafka is um, the offensive coordinator for the Giants. He was with the Chiefs for a while as their quarterbacks coach, obviously, and then former backup quarterback as well. I think he's the kind of guy that it seems like these good NFL coaches, like he's he just seems to be primed to be fitting the mold for the next good coach out there. So he's one that I'd look at from the Giants. I know it's he's, he would only have one year as coordinator experience, but um, he was thought of very highly even before he became the Giants head you know, offensive coordinator. So he's one uh, that I would look to. But um, ultimately, yeah, with the rookie quarterback, you need that offensive coach. Um, if the team already has, you know, it, uh, obviously like defensive minded coaches, that's no problem that they draft a quarterback, but uh, when you're bringing in a rookie and you're also going to be a rookie head coach on the team with two new people there, I think you got to have, you know, both on the offensive side. Um, I'll just add in before we transition to the next uh, part of this rebuild. Would you consider Sean Payton? Um, I think the Saints would want more if more draft pick compensation from the Panthers being division rivals, but I know he's going to be also a hot name as well. Um, yeah, I, I, I yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I, I think ultimately the draft like it's they're going to want too much and they're not going to trade him, quote unquote, to the Panthers. But yeah, uh, I, I think the other I think the other problem is is there's probably going to be a ton of other teams that are going to want him, and I so I think that's going to drive up the asking price and all that. Like I think. You know, I think since we're trying, you know, completely rebuilding from scratch, I'd almost rather go with someone else new. I mean, I don't, I don't think uh, we should hire a college coach. Obviously, you know, Matt Rule was a college coach, and you know that didn't work out. So I definitely want you know somebody that has NFL experience. But you know, like a lot of these younger coaches that have stepped in and then you know, been able to have success quickly. I think the NFL is transitioning into more of a direction like that. I, I'd rather get a, I'd rather get a younger up and more up and coming coach that, you know, is more adapt to the modern NFL and things like that. So I'm not, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against Sean Payton, you know, if we could get him at a fair, you know, price, I would get him. But I just think there's going to be too many other teams that are going to want him and, I don't know. So, but like I say he's had a lot of success, so I'm not going to be against it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, now for the next part of the rebuild, uh, we, I'm I called this slide, the purge. So, you know, every time when an NFL team gets a new, uh, head coach, I don't know if the Panthers will be looking for a new GM. Also, again, we are Zach and we also have Connor available as well. Like, even as the three of us, he couldn't be here in this episode tonight, but, you know, even the three of us together, we're cheaper than one NFL GM. So just remember that for NFL owners that are listening to us. But but usually when teams get new coaching staffs, you know, they want to rebuild the roster. 
they want to have, you know, they want to get their own guys that they bring in. Um, and we were, Zach and I, you know, we were taking a good look at Carolina's roster um, before we made this. And, you know, usually you want to get rid of bad contracts or older guys. You know, you want to start young and things like that. And the one one good thing for Carolina going forward is, you know, they don't have too many bad contracts on the team. They don't necessarily have, they don't have too many players where it's like, oh, they're too old. You wouldn't want them around. Like they do have a fairly good young core already and they can use that to their advantage. Uh, But with that being said, you know, there are some people they need to get rid of. Um, I'm going to start with the obvious one, the quarterbacks. Uh, You know, they, they brought in Sam Darnold and he has like an $18 million salary. They, they traded Baker Mayfield or for Baker Mayfield, I'm sorry. And, you know, he's just not having success with the team this year. I I think a lot of people had, you know, maybe that not like amazing expectations for him, but I think people had higher expectations of what he's delivered and he just hasn't delivered the results. Um, both of these guys' contracts are up at the end of the season, so they don't have to worry about cutting them or having dead money or anything. They can let them walk. You know, as we talked about earlier, we're, we're bringing in a first-round quarterback, and we have Matt Corral anyway, so uh, these guys will be gone. That's the first part of the purge. We're completely restarting at quarterback. Um, now, next, we, Zach, we have got a name that you know might be surprising to some people that would we would be on the trade blocker potentially wanting to let go, but we have uh, CMC here. Uh, why is he on the trade block, and why is he likely to be purged? Yeah, definitely contract-wise, he's one of the higher contracts on the team, you know, and I'm not going to say that's without merit. He's been one of their best players over the past few seasons, but at the same time, uh, he plays at the running back position, and I know he does more than just your average running back would do, but he is 27, I believe, about, you know, will be 28 next year, so that's bordering on ancient for running backs to be that old and still be productive he's not like his former self was clearly those injuries have taken a toll on him I think it's best for us to just get some value it it, and it's not going to look pretty by the way I I think the Panthers will trade TMC to somebody but you're going to look at it and be like really they only got a third round pick for CMC but like it's just kind of how things are. It's the guys like that. They're just not worth a lot of money. Um, he was the Panthers offensive identity, but even now he's just not as involved in the passing game, in my opinion, as he used to be under Cam Newton. So I think it's time to move on from him, even though he's a fan favorite. Yeah, he's very popular. Um, I know we've got Panthers fans that, you know, listen to our show. I don't know if they're going to agree or disagree with this, but you know, when you're the GM, you know, you have to make hard decisions sometimes. And, you know, this is a decision that would not be very popular, but I think people would eventually realize in the long run that it will be a benefit to the team. You obviously, you know, the Panthers already don't have a third round pick and a sixth round pick next year. And, you know, when you're trying to rebuild, you need draft picks. So, you already need to acquire as much draft capital as you can when you're trying to do a rebuild. And, you know, just typically when you're rebuilding, you're not starting off with 
you know, older veteran guys, you know, you want a lot of, you, know, you want a lot of rookies. You do want some veterans, but you want them to be cheaper veterans. Kind of like, like Zach and I are Jags fans, like how we brought in Marvin Jones for reasonable for a couple of years on a deal last year. Like, you know, you, you want people like that, not people that you've got to a long-term deal for like, I think his salary is like 60 something million, like throughout his whole contract. I mean, it's, it's just not going to work. Um, Finally, we've got Robbie Anderson. Um, he will only have one year left on his deal after this season, so it wouldn't be the end of the world to keep him. But um, you know, his contract is fairly high, and kind of like Zach talked about with CMC, he's getting older. He's pushing thirty. I think he'll be thirty by the time next season starts. You know, for a you know young rebuilding team, you know this isn't who you necessarily need on your team. And it, I don't think Robbie Anderson's going to want to be in Carolina anyway. Um, you know, usually when you're getting a little older, you know, getting towards the end of your career, you know, you want to be on a contending team. You want to be a team that has a chance to make a run at the Super Bowl. So I, I think this is beneficial on both sides. You know, maybe we can get a couple late round picks for him. You know, he can go to a team that can contend for a Super Bowl. You know, it's a win-win for both sides. So, um, any other thoughts, uh, on the purge, Zach, anybody else you might want to let go or any other thoughts on Robbie Anderson or any other thoughts, you know, on this topic before we move on? Yeah, I don't think Robbie Anderson's a bad receiver. His problem's been quarterbacks. He hasn't had good quarterbacks that can get him the ball downfield. That's and, true. And I, like, yeah, I agree with that. So, like I said, you know, I think he can thrive with a, a star quarterback, but that's the problem is we don't have a star quarterback yet. And even if we do draft a, a rookie quarterback, that's, you know, I wouldn't say Robbie Anderson's the best type of receiver for a young quarterback. He's more of a deep home run threat mm -hmm. guy. And so that, that's for a, you know, a Mahomes or a Josh Allen, that sort of offense for a rookie. We need to settle in, get, you know, possession receiver, catches yep. get a tight end somebody like that you know guys guys that are good at like running drag routes or you know quick slants you know stuff like that yeah robbie anderson's a home run hitter so yeah i i, I like your comparison to mahomes or josh allen like those guys that can really sling the ball like so buffalo and kansas city if you're listening we will take trade offers for robbie anderson you just let us know so <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. So now that we've, you know, talked about getting, you know, rid of some potential players, you know, we had various reasons, bad contracts, age, or guys that are not good. Um, now we're going to move on, uh, if my computer will let me, there we go. Uh, so now, you know, we got to look for potential replacements and, you know, like we said earlier, we're going to use our first round draft pick on a quarterback. Uh, we know that it's too hard to speculate, you know, with the later round draft picks, like what, specific positions we are going to go after you know it's too impossible at this stage to know who might be available or whatever but you know there are some potential uh free agents who might be available and obviously any of these guys you know in the offseason could uh re-sign you know with their current team or you know get franchise tagged or you know something like that but but you know we're we're speculating here you know we are so we are the co-gms you know we want to look to the future so we've got some positions of need here. Um, I'm going to start uh, with the tight ends here. I've got a, I somehow found a picture of Dalton Schultz and Mike Gesicki, uh, 
right next to each other on Google. I, that was a lucky find, but um, I've got them side by side here. Um, tight end is definitely one of the biggest needs on this Carolina Panthers roster. There is, you know, nobody that exudes any confidence on that roster. You know, and like Zach talked about, you know, when we get a young quarterback, you know, we want to having a safety blanket type of player for a young quarterback is essential. And I think Dalton Schultz and Mike Gesicki, either one of them, I think would be a good option. Um, I don't think they would cost too much money. Uh, they both have plenty of experience in the league. I think either one of these guys would be a great fit for our team. Um, and Zach, Zach was the one that suggested these guys. So I know Zach's in agreement yeah. with me on this. Uh, they, they, good, good, they, good. That was good digging by Dak, Dak, Zach to, uh, you know, to find the, you know, go ahead and start scouting who's available. And what were you going to say, Zach? Oh, no, I'm just saying this is critical. I mean, looking at the depth, this team has neglected tight ends for a long time. I remember we thought yeah. uh, they would sign some other free agents, tight ends in the past or draft up in the high rounds of tight end. And they just never have. They've neglected it. And honestly, like, maybe that's why their offense is so bad. Because you look at these good teams like Kansas City's got Travis Kelsey, um, the Ravens, Mark Andrews, George Kittle, when he's healthy, is really good for the, the 49ers, et cetera, Darren Waller. So, you know, it's no coincidence that these really good offenses and, and really good teams have good tight ends. I, I'm not always a fan of free agency, but... Uh, for for this year's class of tight ends, I think it's actually a really good one. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, literally, have the Panthers had anybody good at tight end since Greg Olson? I mean, <laughs> Chris Manhurts. Yeah, Chris Manhurts uh, <laughs> was on there for a couple seasons, you know. But um, I mean, he's a good blocker. Uh, anyway, uh, another free agent potential free agent that Zach highlighted that I want to let Zach talk about here is going to be uh, Roquan Smith of the Bears. Uh, tell me. A little bit more about Roquan and what kind of value you think he can bring to our Panthers here. Yeah, so this is definitely going to be Eric and I are going to have to go to their billionaire owner and ask him to put a few million on the table for this guy because he's going to get paid. Um, but that's no problem for David Tepper. He's he's one of the richest. He, he's already paying Matt Rule forty million for, to not even be there, so he can he's got it. He's got yeah. it. <laughs> But, uh, well, yeah, so, Eric, once we have that conversation and uh, we get that checkbook to just write whatever we want on it. Um, yeah. <laughs> After that, uh, yeah, no, Roquan, I think he would be a really, really solid piece. The, the linebackers on this team leave a lot to be desired, looking at their depth chart of linebackers. Um, and he's a guy I think that can have – he's still young. He's in the prime of his career. Um, he's got that chance to really be – uh, a huge leader for this defense, kind of like Luke Keekley was for a while. Um, the Panthers have missed that like they've missed the tight end. And I think um, I think Roquan Smith is, is the best of this tight end free agency. I don't think you can get better than him in the draft necessarily. So um, to sign him away from Chicago and bring him in, I think it's going to make the whole defense play better. It's one of those signings that, you know, you get that good linebacker, but then you also get, better play from everybody around him in my eyes so yeah for sure and then and and this is one you know usually when there's like a really good player like this you're thinking like oh there's no way they're going to be available but you know there's been 
plenty of rumors going around about him not being happy in Chicago and he wants out. Um, if I, I mean, honestly, if Chicago's season were to even start tanking, I might even try to trade for him. But I, the fact that I think there's a realistic chance that he'll be available. Um, and, you know, I don't know about the salary cap situation for all 32 teams in the league, but ours is looking pretty favorable. Um, especially, you know, if we let CMC and Robbie Anderson go, like we're going to have plenty of money to do whatever we want. You know, anybody that's willing to come here, we can give them whatever they want. So I, I think getting Roquan Smith would be fantastic. Um, I'm going to take another, uh, another, I'll take a look at another defensive high profile player. Um, and that's going to be Jesse Bates from the Bengals, you know, here in Carolina, you, we've got, uh, you know, decent safeties on our roster. Um, but, you know, this guy's a, a game changer back there. I mean, I think if we can get Jesse Bates and Roquan Smith, you know, in the same free agency class, you know, this the defense is definitely the strength of the Panthers. But this Panthers defense becomes elite if we get him on our team. And, you know, and like Zach said, you know, we're going to have to we're going to have to really convince the owner to fork over some millions to get one, especially if we're going to try to get both of these guys, uh, we're going to need him to write a blank check, but we get both of these guys on our team. And he's in a similar situation with, uh, you know, Roquan Smith, where like he's been unhappy with Cincinnati. He was upset about the franchise tag and he didn't want to sign it for the longest time. They weren't able to work out a long-term deal, even though Cincinnati is a better team than the bears. I really think he doesn't want to be there. And also like Roquan, you know, he's at a prime age of his career. You know, he's still got plenty of good years left in the tank. You know, bring me, bring me Jesse Bates. I'll take him. And I know Connor would agree with this to get him out of the AFC North. So it just, it, it's a win-win for everybody. <laughs> um, and then uh, Zach, we were, you know, we were also looking at the potential wide receivers that weren't, or that would possibly be available. I don't know why I'm having trouble talking right there. Um, the best option it looked like we came up with, uh, is Jacoby Myers. Um, you know, tell me a little bit more about him, why would, why we would want to bring him in and just, you know, give me your thoughts on him overall. Yeah. So he's, he's a fairly young receiver for the Patriots. Um, you know, not lighting the world on fire by any stretch of the imagination, but he's been a good solid receiver, good special teams guy as well for him. So, you know, this is, you know, we're not, we broke the bank on defense. Myers is going to be more of a, you know, shorter term, get him in for a few years sort sort of guy. I don't want to give him a big five-year deal or anything like that, like maybe some of these defenders. But no, um, no. But no, I think he instantly would would be one of our best receivers to pair alongside DJ Moore. Um, LaVisca Chenault we have on our team. I want to make him a running back. Um, <laughs> he just he can't run. He he's not he can't run. He doesn't have wide receiver speed and not a great route runner either. But his best traits are suited to be a running back. You know, breaking tackles. That's that's his strong suit. Big strong guy to break tackles. Um, you know, so have him play. You know, running back some. Get him some design runs. That sort of thing. Um, yeah, those, those jet sweeps and yeah stuff like that. <laughs> Um, get creative with him, but he's, you know, that's what, that's his limit is just get kind of creative with him. We, I still think we would need to draft a receiver, you know, fill this room up with some more guys, but I think ultimately, 
instead of one big name to like trade for or something like that, um, like a Chris Godwin or something like that, who's who's always hurt for the Bucks. I think this team needs to take more of an approach of getting a few guys in and seeing who works. And uh, and I think Myers would be the best one to do that with. Yeah, and, and I liked the pick of him too because I also think he's a realistic option because uh, you know Bill Belichick's known for not wanting to pay his players a lot of money. Like, you know, he gets a little, you know, stingy with that kind of stuff, you know, looking at some of the players he's let go in the past. Um, I think he'll be willing to move on from Jacoby Myers. And, but I also, unlike, you know, Roquan and Bates, like, you know, he's not going to have as big of a market. I think he would definitely be a very uh, realistic and, you know, very solid option to get. So, um, Sweet. Yeah. So, guys, I mean, that's that's our rebuild right there. You know, get a first round quarterback, offensive minded head coach. You know, we talked about the contracts we'd purge and get rid of. You know, we got some potential options to bring in to start rebuilding this team. I mean, I'd say overall we did a pretty solid job here, Zach. Do you have any other uh, like final thoughts on the rebuild or anything we might have missed or anything before we wrap this up? Yeah, no, I think. I think we hit a lot of good things. If we can get some of these free agent guys, if we can get that prize draft pick of, you know, uh, CJ Stroud or uh, Bryce Young or maybe even Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. Yeah, Zach, Zach and I have a connection with him. We've are, we've yeah. got done plenty of scouting on him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think there's lots of good options for the Panthers. I don't think it should be all doom and gloom for him. You know, I think they've got a good team. I think this division could be theirs for the taking in a few years as well. So, um, you know, they, this is going to be a rough season uh, for no doubt about it for the Panthers. I know they had one of the longest losing streaks for a while until they won against the Saints the other week. But, you know, this is a team that, that needs to tank. And, uh, you know. Yeah, tr- trust us, Panthers fans. We're Jack. Zach and I are Jags fans if you're new to the show. So we know what dealing with losing seasons feels like, but you know, just got to stay positive, look to the future. Like you said, this year's a wash, you know, obviously, but I think a bigger problem, you know, is, you know, their coach that they had Matt rule. It just, he was almost like another, he's obviously not as bad as urban Meyer. Uh, You know, he didn't obviously have like the off the field distractions and you you didn't have players like, hating him and stuff like that like urban had and all that all those controversies and everything but he was similar to urban meyer and the fact it just seemed like he didn't know what he was doing and he was just getting lost a lot and that can be a problem when you bring in a college coach that's never been had any affiliation in the pros before so you know get you you know when they get like one of these coordinators you know with you know, NFL experience, or if they're able to bring it, you know, say like they are able to make that blockbuster move for a Sean Payton or something, you know, they'll have a coach that knows what they're doing. And they've Carolina, especially like unlike Jacksonville too, like over the last couple of seasons, like, you know, Carolina's got a lot of good young pieces beyond this roster that can be worked with. Whereas like when Doug Marone and, uh, you know, company all left Jacksonville, I mean, before they brought in urban Meyer, like there was like not much talent to be desired on the team. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, but Carolina has some good pieces to work with. And, you know, if the Panthers listen to us and make these moves, I think they'll be good. So 
Um, but all right, guys, that's going to wrap this up. Uh, you know, we've got the Lockboard episode coming out on thir- or on Friday that we'll record Thursday. Uh, spoiler alert, I had a much better week this week, so I will not be a goofy dragon memed or anything. Uh, I think Connor will probably have another hockey division preview coming out. Um, and Zach, any content for you this week? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I'm still waiting on the, the Kevin Durant Katie. banger is good. Yeah, it'll. I'm drop still by. waiting on the Why Katie Sucks video. I've been waiting for that for weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I I've, I've got around to it, but I'll get to it before the the basketball season starts. For sure, so. for sure. So yeah, that and that's a future episode too. We'll be doing NBA season preview and all that. Yeah. So a lot, you know, a lot going on as always here at Clutch Crew Sports. So appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, like, subscribe, all that good stuff, and. Uh, Zach, I'll let you hit him with the outro. Yep. Guys, uh, you know, the Panthers, they haven't done this much the past few years, but remember, be clutch. Please.